Hey there, and welcome to Samsung's Innovation Without Boundaries. I'm Chris Langlois. On our podcast, we'll explore how we're solving evolving consumer and societal needs through new innovations in areas like sustainability, accessibility, and wellness. And we're also connecting with guests that are breaking the boundaries of what's possible with technology and plenty of creativity. And now it's time to turn it over to our host, my Samsung colleague, Anna Grosky. Thank you, Chris. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I'm a part of our corporate marketing team, as well as a member of our Future Generation Lab. The relationship between brands and consumers has never been so close. Successful brands are leveraging these connections by creating a new paradigm called co-creation in which consumers are part of the process. But is co-creation the future of consumer engagement? Today, Samsung is joined by Lowe's to discuss the opportunities that customization creates to engage consumers and drive value through individuality. I'm here with Gary and Dean, and we will be discussing all things customization. I'm going to let them quickly introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here. I'm Gary So. I'm the VP of Demand Generation for Samsung. Hello, everybody. My name is Dean Schwartz. I'm the Merchandising Vice President for Appliances for Lowe's Home Improvement. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have two of the best experts on customization. So what trends are driving consumer interest in co-creating these on-demand and made-to-order products and services? Well, you've seen over the past couple of years, our consumers have taken the opportunity to spend more time defining their life priorities. And in particular, they're also spending a lot of time at home, and that has created an opportunity for them to define their home vision and activating that home vision. So what we're seeing is that um, our consumers are looking for and yearning for a greater sense of self-expression. So what that means is that they're no longer satisfied with what their friends or neighbors have, but much more about uh, finding their own personal style and expressing themselves in a way that's uniquely their own. Second is versatility in a a sort of flexible routine. When you think about uh, how they spend their time at home, uh, they might be moving from a work mode to a study mode to an entertainment mode to a fun mode to a gym mode. So those naturally lend itself to flexible routines. And these routines are need to be defined by their personal behaviors and personal preferences, which drive this greater need for customization. And third, um, when you think about their world around them, the way they buy their food and the way they consume their beverages, they're, they're able to to add different types of milk, whether it's uh, dairy, non-dairy, they can add sweeteners and flavors and textures to really make it their own. And what we're finding is that in this world of disruption and stress, being able to have that control provides a greater sense of comfort and sustenance that they've never been able to have before. Yeah, as a consumer myself, all of that absolutely resonates with me. The past, you know, two years at home has made me want my home to reflect my style much more. Dean, anything to add as well? Yeah, I think, as Gary said, you know, it's kind of interesting that we see through our consumer base as well that they're so used to customizing other parts of their lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when you start to step into the space that Gary and I work in, which is the appliance business, there isn't necessarily until now the opportunity to do it. So since they're so used to doing that and everything else, it's leaving a bit of a gap um, in our business. And I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit and how excited we are about what we're doing with Samsung. But again, I think it's, hey, I can customize everything. I can customize, um, you know, 
what my room looks like. I know at Lowe's, we do a lot of configurators and you can do things like paint configuration, flooring configuration, where you don't need to buy the product, but you still get a sense of what it looks like in your home. And consumers are just demanding that across everything that they're purchasing. Mm -hmm. And that's a great segue into my next question, which I'd love to hear from both of you. What are your brands offering in terms of customization? And from your perspective, has this opened the door to enhanced customer experiences? Well, this year, uh, we're launching a whole new range of design-forward, color-customizable appliances called Samsung Bespoke. It's a range of uh, appliances that uh, start with refrigerators all the way to dishwashers, microwaves, and ranges, and eventually extends into the rest of the home with vacuum cleaners and air purifiers, but really designed to be a platform of design-forward, customizable appliances that enable a consumer to bring out their personal style. You can choose a color. Think about uh, the possibilities. With a Ford or French door, you have uh, the possibilities of creating over 20,000 different combinational colors, but really something that expresses who you are and your personal aesthetic. And then you can pair and match it with the rest of the appliance suite in the kitchen. And obviously, as you extend it to the uh, rest of the home, you can, you can pair it with air purifiers and um, jet stick vacuums. So the world is really... Uh, full of uh, possibilities from a creativity and a design standpoint. And it's something that was never available in a home appliances. Yeah, I think it, it, it's exactly what he said. I mean, it, you think about customization in an appliance, and even two years ago, the way you customize an appliance is you had your choice, white, black, stainless steel, maybe black stainless steel, uh, but that was it. You could also customize interiors of the product, right? So maybe you wanted glass shelving instead of wire shelving, and that's about it. Now with Bespoke, you can customize the entire appliance outside of the appliance. And then the best part about that is if you get tired of it or you're not quite sure you like that color, you can you can change it out and it only takes a few minutes. I can do it and I'm not a big DIYer <laughs> uh, and I can even change the panels and I can customize it very simply. So it, it's a whole new revolution of how to customize appliances and the ability for the customer to do that constantly and evolve into new and different colors and new looks that they may see online or through Instagram. That's a big win for the appliance business. So I'm excited to see this launch. Definitely. Yeah, the flexibility is such a nice aspect of it. I know my tastes change all the time. And so having the ability to not get a full new appliance, let's say if I like a different color, it's just so easy to swap it out. Exactly. We're seeing early adopters actually look at their homes and they actually are very seasonal. So in the wintertime, they're expressing, I would love to have a certain color palette. Maybe it's um, a black mat uh, mm-hmm. and they can change out their the panels on the refrigerator. And we've introducing actually a, a new colors that are more vibrant, colorful, sunrise, yellow, morning blue that really bring out the positivity in your kitchen. So again, you could actually in springtime or summertime actually switch out those panels to express yourself during that seasonal moment. We're also increasingly looking at new technologies where you have more color palettes. We're looking into uh, future technologies that enable you to have artwork printed on your color panels on your bespoke refrigerators. So the, the roadmap is actually very exciting and enables even more greater customization to the point that you can personalize it down the road. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And then you, you think about it from a Lowe's perspective, then you can pair that with, um, you know, color cabinetry is very popular now mm-hmm. and different types of flooring and paint colors. And so now truly you can take an appliance and you can customize your kitchen around an appliance, which is also revolutionary in the appliance business. And that is what we're seeing from customers initially. And so 
to create these sustainable and scaled offerings, customization has to go beyond sort of that novelty effect. You know, it has to have some sort of purpose, whether it's aesthetic or functionality. So before launching a customizable product, how do you determine what consumers are going to want to individualize or configure? We've been working on Bespoke for the past couple of years, and we spent a lot of time looking at uh, consumer trends, uh, home decor trends, understanding what consumers are actually customizing in their home. And Dean mentioned earlier, um, throughout their home, whether it's a bedroom, your living room, your office space, you're able to choose and customize your wall paints, your fixtures, your lightings, your flooring, decorations, personal effects, and items. But you've never been able to do that with kitchen appliances. And that's what sparked us to the line of Bespoke, where it is historically been a sea of stainless steel. And consumers, especially with the past two years where you're spending a lot of time in the kitchen, you're interacting with your refrigerators and your uh, kitchen appliances much more frequently, you realize the possibilities of what's been missing, which is one standard color. Now you're shifting to a, a variety of different colors that enables you to have a much more uh, a personal aesthetic, uh, much more ego expressive, gives you an opportunity to showcase who you are from a personal style. And that really enables us to think about this holistic home platform where it extends from your kitchen all the way into the living room and eventually into the rest of your home. So we're excited about what's in store for Bespoke. Yeah, and I think to get feedback from the consumer, right, to understand what they're looking for, you can also watch how they're shopping for product. When they go to a website and they're looking for colors of product, prior to Bespoke, they'd have to click on a refrigerator with a color, and then they'd have to click on another refrigerator with a different color, and then a third refrigerator with a third color, compare those across their platform of what they're looking at. So it wasn't an easy shopping experience. So now what this product allows a consumer to do is literally click on the product page, begin to put different colored panels on the product itself, and you can see the outcome of that. So once you put a blue panel on it, you don't really like the blue, you can then click onto a different panel and put that panel on the product. So consumers were asking for it. We were just making it super difficult for them to shop colors when you had to put an entire product in your cart and then another entire product in the cart. So this is revolutionary for the business. It's going to change the way people are buying appliances. Speaking of revolutionary, and I know we've been talking a lot how Bespoke kind of unlocked this customization in the home. This road to customization at scale, kind of this mass customization, is a difficult journey. So I'd love to hear some lessons that the two of you have learned along the way. When you think about customization, it's really about endless possibilities. And it's challenging to really represent those endless possibilities. Think about 20,000 different color combinations are possible for a four-door French door, a four-door flex refrigerator. And what we find is that how do you bring the greatest fidelity of that experience in a digital space is, is equally challenging. So we've been investing in um, developing digital experiences that enable a consumer to choose on the fly um, their color combinations, whether you want to choose a navy, a white, a pink, you are able to control it in a digital experience. So those are the lessons we've taken away is how do you translate the physical real world experience onto a digital platform such that a consumer are, is empowered to really choose and imagine what's possible and ultimately uh, transact and buy. In, in a future state, I would say that it would be great if we could even bring in greater intelligence, meaning in be that decision-making process and exploration process is informed by preferences, maybe your inputs from your, your current color palette or perhaps your preferences for color and style 
into the digital experience so that it's even more curated versus a journey that you perhaps you were independently on so that there is a recommendation and obviously that can give you a, a higher level of curation for that uh, aesthetic that you're creating for your own. Mm-hmm. I love that idea of empowerment. You know, you're empowering the consumer to really create something that's personalized to themselves. I, I really like that idea. Indeed. Yeah, I think for us, you know, it's it's also the logistics of how you pull this off. As Gary said, you have all these color combinations uh, that consumers are now able to buy and put onto a single product. From a retailer perspective, how do you stock that? And, and how do you get that shipped to the consumer without damaging the product? So lessons learned for us is working very closely with our key supplier. In this case, it's Samsung. You know, what does Samsung stock? How do we ship it? How do we make sure it gets to the consumer without it being a broken product when they eventually get it there? And then how do we know after time that they're ready to change the panel into something else? And then logistically, how are you offering up? Hey, is it time? Are you ready? What are you looking for? What cues can we see from the way they're shopping that they're ready to look for a different panel? So there's a lot of logistics that go into it from a retailer perspective that keeps us very, very tight with Samsung on how we we actually execute this. And so looking ahead, what do you two see as the future for customization? Wow, there there is a rich roadmap about the possibilities for innovation. I, I think of, obviously, this is much more design-led, aesthetic-led, but Imagine the functionality you can bring into kitchen appliances. If a consumer can walk up to the refrigerator and actually be able to input or it, it learns your nutritional dietary preferences, maybe maybe it's uh, preferences for flavors and tastes and offer you a menu or a recipe. Maybe it's a, a laundry pair, washer dryer that learns your habits and what clothes you typically wash and be able to drop in the clothes and set it and forget it, and you have clean clothes in 30 minutes. That possibility is actually here today, which is exciting to see because that future is now, and Bespoke is part one of that journey for us. Yeah, I think for us, you know, it's um, it, a lot of it's kind of Jetson-y type stuff when we were little kids and watching the Jetsons, like that's never going to happen. Uh, and you're seeing all of that happen, and that's what Gary's talking about. I think from a Bespoke perspective, Think about in the very near term how you could customize your kitchen. You could turn your refrigerator into a piece of art, right? So if you had artists design panels that you could then put on the refrigerator and your favorite artist, you could turn that into a piece of artwork. So when somebody's walking into your kitchen, they're now seeing something completely different than what they're seeing in every other kitchen in the United States, even their own kitchen. And they're most likely going to want to know, how do I customize it to make it look like a piece of art in my kitchen? That's very near-term futuristic stuff that we're working with Samsung on, where you can have your favorite artists on your refrigerator. And then you know what? A year from now, another piece of artwork comes out and you want to put that on your refrigerator, you can do that too. So again, it's endless possibilities when you look at it from that perspective, along with all the technology customization that Gary was talking about. I Yeah, I think everything we've talked about today, a lot of it is, wow, I never thought that that would be something that's possible. And already doing it. It's great. Well, this has been such an inspiring conversation too. I feel like I now want to go redo my whole kitchen and personalize it to me and put my favorite color on my fridge. So this has been great. Thank you. We need to take you to Lowe's and there you go. A little field trip. I would love that. (laughs) Thanks so much, you guys. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'll be there. Thank you, Gary and Dean, for joining us today. 
I'll be right back with Unpacking the News. We are closing out today's episode with our Unpacking the News segment, where we highlight the Samsung innovations of today that are shaping a bold tomorrow. In case you missed it, Samsung unveiled its 2022 home entertainment lineup at this year's virtual Unbox and Discover event. The company is redefining the role of the TV in the home and furthering the concept of screens everywhere, screens for all. With seamlessly powered Samsung technology, This product portfolio is encouraging personalization around lifestyles, passions, and spaces. Samsung also announced that beginning this summer, Galaxy device owners will be able to take product repair into their own hands for some of Samsung's most popular models. The company is collaborating with iFixit to give consumers access to genuine parts, tools, step-by-step repair guides, and more for a convenient and sustainable solution. With the 2022 baseball season underway, New York Mets fans are being welcomed back with the ultimate stadium experience using Samsung's cutting-edge technology. As part of a multi-year partnership with Citi Field, Samsung is digitally transforming the ballpark to create the most technologically advanced stadium in the major leagues. Head over to our U.S. newsroom to read more about these groundbreaking innovations and more. Well, that's it for this episode of Samsung's Innovation Without Boundaries. Until next time.